guys hello and welcome back i'm jojo fraser it's time for a mojo injection episode 125 jump in jump in feel lighter this is a place where we keep it real and we spread a little bit of joy there's no judgment here judge less live and love more and it's lovely to have you back i hope you're doing okay since the last time you were here or if this is your first time here then amazing to have you and i'm really really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you waking up the mojo it's always in there and yeah it's just great to be back i hope you've been kind to yourself this week i was chatting about the inner critic i put a reel up on insta about you know that inner critic speaking to me and there's so many different times where we can be triggered be it hormonal whatever is going on in your life busyness stress and I was running earlier this morning and I was just thinking run free I used to put that on all my kind of running promotional content that I was doing to get people to at least try it or to start with walking and get out of that critical mind and it was just it just came to me as I was running run free run free from then a critic run into the mojo you know that's kind of how it works for me it's one of the places where I can be kind to myself and I shared a video and it was basically of the different songs and uh, I had a bit of a joke chatting about this last week uh, so I was hearing like I'm a loser baby and then I would be singing you are beautiful no matter what they say and just really being nice and uh, yeah brainwashing yourself as you like with music lovely nice vibes and uh, that really works for me and it's a bit like you know our emotions can be a bit like the weather at the moment if you're in Scotland um, May is crazy, like one minute it's nice sunshine, then it next it's hailstones and you know that's all okay, it all serves a purpose right and we just have to accept the rain, the hail, the deeper emotions, the darker emotions and the lighter emotions so yeah that's what I've been thinking about today. Anyway, I'm so excited to get my guest Emma on. So Emma Kendrick is the founder of EK Holistic Therapy. And so she's a holistic massage therapist and a Reiki practitioner in Edinburgh, where I abide. And uh, I heard so many things like the press say like she's a hidden gem, but actually so many people were coming to me saying Emma's amazing, Emma's amazing, like friends and family and I just heard so much good chat about her. So when I first met her, I think it was like November, December 2019. And yeah, I think she's maybe a bit of a wizard. Um, you'll hear in this discussion, I won't spoil it. But um, yeah, she's just a real healer. Like she gives people so much good energy and really helps people with their wellness. So I thought it'd be lovely to get Emma on for a chat and I'll put all her details in the show notes. But she's a, a true gem, such a lovely soul. And we talk very openly about anxiety and, you know, all sorts of, you know, imposter syndrome and all the stuff that we all go through. Um, and Emma shares so many lovely tips and, and great chat and stories. So it's just such a lovely conversation. And I'm so delighted I got round to getting Emma on because um, she's brilliant. So shall we do it? Shall we jump in? Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yep. 
right let's do it Mwah. guys please give us a little star and um, help more people find the podcast that would be lovely i don't really push for reviews too often but apparently i should so um please go on and leave us a review or just even hit some stars just takes a second and that will really help and emma deserves loads of those she's fabulous okay bye Mwah. Welcome to Time for a Mojo Injection. Hello, my friend. Oh, it feels like ages. Far too long, far too long. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, since your healing hands have been on me. um, I know. It's been a a roller coaster. I last saw you, I was looking at our messages. So I last saw you when I medically was hypomanic and Mm -hmm. spiritually was having some awakening or whatever terms you want to call it yep yeah the first time i came to you right Mm -hmm. uh, like so many people had said like around the city this girl's amazing you know and it was like you were this like hidden gem secret right so i rock up like really intrigued and we go down into this basement and it's all like like, um and I think that was maybe the first time I'd had Reiki or maybe I'd had it once before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was like a really lovely treatment and you, you sort of do all the self-care and I love like you give people like quotes and um, yeah. get crystals. And it's just a really lovely experience, right? Amazing. And then at the end, so I, I was well, I was medically well at this point when mm-hmm. I first, this was November or December. And I'd book back in again in January. Yeah. You said to me, because sometimes I'm nicknamed Jedi Jojo from people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Amazing. Like I'll know things that I shouldn't know and whatever. Yeah. But I remember, and I don't know if you'll remember this, but you said to me, like, take, you, you've got a desire to take care of yourself. And then mm-hmm. you sort of looked at me and you were like, look after yourself. And it was almost like you knew, because obviously I mm. had a massive roller coaster. Um, in January and mm-hmm. uh, was hospitalized in the February but yeah. it was like you'd said something mm-hmm. there was th- there was something there was a little piece of it I'm gonna get upset that's really funny there was a little piece of it just felt a bit broken like it's hard to explain it's the most beautiful feeling putting your hands on somebody and transferring that and I've got goosebumps and transferring that energy and feeling them and getting to know a little piece of them and just feeling that it sounds really spiritual and out there, no, but feeling a little bit of their soul. Like I can feel what's going through in your head, in your heart, particularly. Um, and there was just something amiss. Like you just felt a little bit broke. I just honestly wanted to hug you, which is probably why I feel a bit upset now. I wanted to hug you and hold you and just tell you it was going to be okay. And you spent all this time looking after other people. And I called you, I think, a plate spinner and you're doing this and starting at the beginning again. I just wanted to just just sit and hold you not particularly say anything but just go do you know what you're going to be okay i think there's a journey which there obviously has been and is we're all on a journey for we never stop that but there was just something i thought i needed to make better or try and i don't know find some peace for you and then you know obviously what happened to you happened and then but yeah there was something there was just a little piece i wanted to sort of keep hold of if that makes sense yeah mm. I always remember because I, I'm really like quite in tune with people and yeah the way you said it I was like 
it's almost like a bit of I do a... remember because I think we were in the kitchen. I went, Joe, you've got to look after yourself. Uh-huh. You've got to make some time to look after yourself. I do remember that. We've stood here, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like a big hug. I was like, you've got to look after yourself, my friend. You're like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. You've got to look after yourself. And then, yeah, I'm a wizard. <laughs> I know. And, and the thing is, then I saw you in the January and then I was medical label hypomania or manic or whatever and I'd never mm-hmm. experienced anything like that always very high energy so it was yep. really hard to diagnose but I was t- I'd lost my grounded mm-hmm. kind of, I was just flying I don't know if you yeah. experienced that then that there was something like it was like a form of mania there was just a heightened it was almost like you were there and you were my you know my lovely friend or but there was something there was, there was something just not quite and I really felt for you. I really did. Because like you, you weren't in control of what was going on around you. And if that. Yeah, it's funny mm-hmm. that. Isn't it? isn't it? I remember though seeing, feeling really overwhelmed in that treatment. Mm-hmm. Feeling like seeing flashing lights. And yep. everything felt really intense. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if that was just everything that was going on or, or part of the, the treatment. It mm. brought something out. I'm not sure. Um, how are you how are you now on like reflection like from that time to now like what just you know it was what you taken from it oh so much I mean it Mm. was an experience it was um you know I was way flying up there and and it's Mm -hmm. funny because people will say to me like I'm such a detective and I'm um, I've been doing a lot of writing and journaling and stuff but some people will say, you know, you, you may never know what it was that tipped mm-hmm. And then you get, well, the psychiatrist said that, but then others will like, you don't need to know. And then you'll hear things like perfect storm, perfect storm, lots going on, lots yeah. going on, plus all the self-development and opening myself up and having quite spiritual experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking to some people, who have, have really been in this industry, this holistic health. Mm-hmm. That sometimes when you get insights and you're meditating a lot and you're in deep prayer or, um, you know, you're doing spiritual practice, mm-hmm. you can get so high that you lose your grounded, you, you, yep. you come out of the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you sort of yourself because obviously you've done so much training and you're mm-hmm. experiencing you know you're you're healing people you're you're fully in this industry mm-hmm. how you stay grounded and have you ever lost yeah <laughs> yes the answer to both um i think one of the most valuable gifts when you start obviously when you start training many many years ago you don't know what you're getting into it's a beautiful thing but one of the most ex- valuable gifts to learn is to be grounded and when you start to lose that grounding, so say I'd had a busy day with clients, say four clients, five clients, lovely but intense. What you should do in between clients is make time to ground yourself, crystals, you know, a lovely cup of cream tea, quick walk around the block, center yourself and then back in. Because I haven't centered myself, you can just feel it's like just a rushing feel of being overwhelmed because I've taken on so much energy that I haven't sort of ground myself and separated myself from one person with it. You'll know what it's like when. And we all, have, we all have these people that we either bump into or we know that make you feel honestly really quite crap <laughs> energy-wise, like a dark cloud. And you meet and you go, oh, goodness, because our energy's taken over. It's like that. When, I ground, when you, we all ground ourselves, you feel rooted like trees in the ground. That's what my old lovely Reiki master used to say. Trees in the ground, plant your feet, 
give it to God, <laughs> you know, just ask for roots, ask for roots and wings. Um, so yeah, grounding is, I think grounding is a huge part of every day. Yeah. There's either certain phone calls we have to make, certain things we have to address, situations where, particularly pandemic, <laughs> you know, you're at home with the same people, working from home, busy lives, and you think, oh my goodness, the world's spinning around me. You know, we take a breath, cup of tea, sit, you know, meditate. I think breathing's important. Yeah. Hugely. Breathe out mm -hmm. the negativity. Breathe yeah. So just sitting for a few, sorry, my darling. No, I was just like, do you have like little rituals? Because you were seeing like crystals. Mm. And I know you use more in most of your treatments, but you let yeah. people intuitively pick. Do you sort, yeah. of, are you sort of guided towards something or? I'm a huge fan, as, most, as many people are, of using my intuition. Mm -hmm. So some days I'll be drawn to some other crystals and some days they'll almost repel me. And I'll be like, oh, no, not today, because I don't need that energy that they're giving off. Mm -hmm. um, crystals are a wonderful thing in life, in treatments, in gosh, just asking for you know manifesting things um, because they work like we do. So they give off vibrations. We're drawn to them, which I think is amazing. Um, one of my favourite part of my treatments, actually, I think, crystal therapy. Yeah, yeah. And can you feel like you know how I was saying I've experienced mm. lights and stuff. Can you feel like the vibrations then when you're doing the treatment? Yes. Um, the loveliest thing is a, a head to heart hold. So you've got your heart chakra here, forehead. And when I'm obviously sat at the head of the bed, uh, hand on my client's forehead, hand on the heart. That's, that's for me, that's just a beautiful thing. That's your proper... Oh, hello, I'm sorry. My dad's trying to phone and talk about the mountains he's walking on. Um, oh, boy. But, um, so yeah head to heart just one of the, the most beautiful even for yourself from a self reiki position a few deep breaths just to make that connection um it's the most one of the most grounding comforting positions if ever you feel overwhelmed hand on your forehead hand on your head heart and just does it matter which hand you put where it doesn't matter you can put left hand on your heart because of your heart chakra on your left side right hand it just literally is a however you feel more comfortable. Weirdly, I feel more comfortable with my left hand on my forehead because that's my healing hand and my right hand on my heart because I feel that's my protector. See which way you feel comfortable. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's a lovely thing when you put, because that makes the connection for me. My hand's on your heart so I can feel how you are emotionally. My hand's on your head, on your third eye so I can feel how you are mentally and, and then just try and put the, the two together and work out what I need to do and where we need to be. So you're giving a lot of energy out there. You're really like using your your mind. You're using your intuition. Which is which chakra is intuition? Is there a chakra for your that? third eye up here? Sort of intuition, expression. That's your on your forehead, all seeing, all seeing eye. <laughs> yeah, is that called the higher mind as well? Um, you've got your your chakra here, which is your open chakra, mm -hmm. um, which I assume everything comes from being released uh -huh. yeah it's amazing so you w when you were training mm. like how long did it take you to really get a grasp of the fact that we're all energy and that we have these chakras and we have these parts in our body that really hold trauma or um holds like mm. a, you know boom boom imagination and all this sort of stuff 
Well, I started off, I retrained in 2010 as a massage therapist. And you soon get to learn, obviously, it's not, it's never just a massage. I hate it when people say, I'm just, you know, it's just, it's more than that. It's the human contact. And you just start to pick up on things. Um, and then I did just, yeah, with Reiki, I think you have a, a calling for Reiki. So I sort of had the calling. And then you go on and develop touch, energy fields. And that's sort of where it comes from. Then you start to realize, oh, and it's having conversations with people. And do you mind if I ask you about this? Or did this happen? Or, you you know, something particular, you know, it's, and it's a lovely thing because you're really getting that connection with somebody. Any hands-on treatment should be like that. You should leave thinking, oh my goodness. You know, I feel a bit emotional. I feel lighter. I feel connected to this person. You should, it's that trust, that support with the therapist, I think yeah and it's so important and it's like you know just the power of touch and it's something that so many of us missed over mm -hmm. this past crazy pandemic and I'm a hugger <laughs> yeah I know you know <laughs> before it all happened you know my brother and I would joke because he came to hear me give a talk and I was talking speaking about oxytocin and I was like mm -hmm. well, good ways to get oxytocin in our body you need to have someone for at least like 20 seconds or 25 seconds to mm -hmm. be a stingy hugger and that was one of my wee strap lines like don't be a stingy hugger so whenever my brother like see him he would joke and he'd be like you got a hold tighter and it would be <laughs> awkward almost because we're like right you're sort of counting and people are like what are you guys up to hugging for so long and we're like ah oh, now you get that mm. now we've got the release we've had the contact and then it went from that to i can't even go close like let alone a stingy hug like mm -hmm. i know it was just crazy right it's the it's the strangest thing to not be able to to touch somebody because we get that even like a handhold or an arm around the shoulder or you know the power of a stranger just oh hi how are you it's just we are naturally as humans we crave you know physical contact that's been one of the hardest things i think yeah and there'll be people that maybe don't get that in their personal life so they they come for a treatment to get mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and that's that was part of the reason I think I got into it to make that connection it's not just a treatment it's the power of a stranger almost the things that you know folk have shared with me over the years and just opened up which is a beautiful thing and I'm honored for everyone that's ever shared anything with me um often before the treatment after the treatment something shifts in a treatment they have a revelation you know lights energy moves i release something just have a, a brilliant massage and then just feel light to and ready to face the world again it's it really is a joy honestly it's it's a real privilege to do and how do you because you're obviously hearing a lot and probably a bit trauma in there stress people's stories you know and everything everyone's got stuff going on right mm -hmm. how do you 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 know keep boundaries in place you were speaking about your sort of grounding rituals how mm. Look after yourself. Um, very into walking, mm -hmm. fresh air therapy, the outdoors. Mm -hmm. There is no greater thing if we feel overwhelmed, anxious, oh, in a terrible place. Just trainers on, fresh air, even if you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. Something amazing on your on your earphones, a great podcast, chat with a pal, and just open road, fresh air. That's mm -hmm. literally. I found real therapy in walking last year. We started the walk walk a thousand miles last year in January and not knowing what was around the corner in March. 
so we'd signed ourselves up and honestly it really kept us going it's about just shy of three miles a day and obviously with the pandemic then march april and everything happened and my husband steve was like right trainers on and we on we go and it kept us honestly i think on some days really on just just keeping us level yeah it's sort of the power of nature right absolutely just being able to get there are no gremlins in nature it's a no cool, <laughs> said on here. honestly i think fresh air can solve everything um yeah i'm a huge fan of walking just and exercise like i see a pt a couple of times a week and the endorphins when i've when i've finished my session with dale is just boom ready to face the world negative energy gone it's wow. super healer i think Wow. What sort of training do you do with Dale? Um, I like lifting heavy things above my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not so keen on cardio, but he still makes me do it. Mm -hmm. um, but everyone, I think, has the impression that exercising, oh gosh, I can't do it, or you know, it's going to be an hour's hit session, something horrendous. It doesn't have to be. Like a dance class, get outside, as I say, fresh air, lifting things. You have to find what suits you. Peloton, you know, a bit cycling. And just, I think it should be prescribed. <laughs> exercise honestly yeah. i really do i always said that a massage was better sometimes than a trip to the doctors uh, yeah and then it was like running or yeah as you say yeah. joy just to but i think doctors there's a lot of press about this now are starting to give more sort of wellness advice mm -hmm. than put pills at people and it's more i more hope so they're talking about music therapy they're talking yeah about, you know massages they're talking about going to meet a friend rather than mm -hmm. i spoke to someone recently and they were saying the doctor said for their anxiety yeah to start walking first before amazing giving them something and i was just yeah like, it's you know it's it's whatever you can find like lifts you out of that place right and it's something totally things you know yeah what works for you mm -hmm. absolutely um and i'm so glad that doctors hopefully are moving in this direction i think we've got a long way to go but i really do hope that wellness should be prescribed i mean tap into what you enjoy if it's a dog walk if it's cycling if it's a dance workout loud music something just to get those endorphins going let your body start to heal itself i think we've been too quick to prescribe to sort of numb what's going on as opposed to dealing and tackling with what's you know physically and mentally going on with inside us yeah and it's knowing as you say like if you feel a bit broken or mm. your know, things are building up or you're stressed or you're trying to do things for everyone else and all these sort of things that are so common right and it's yeah absolutely when you're in that sort of loop it can be hard to to get out of it right i, I yeah to people and they'll say right what's the secret children what do we need to do <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> you have quiet time in the day do you do you do have you ever tried meditation mm -hmm. no i don't have time for that i don't have time to meditate and i'm like I know. it can feel like that but can you just maybe do like a social media detox i started doing it i used mm. to be really good at it but i was like right i need to just have days where i actually say i don't go on it so yeah. i started that last Wednesday and actually I, my hand just went on Instagram. Instagram seems to be my one. I didn't go onto Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever mm -hmm. else. It was Instagram because I love photos mm -hmm. and I love, like reels and stuff. And I was like, oh, we just open it up automatically. I think yeah. five times and I was like, oh, you're not on it today. Yeah. And so if you were to save your time, you know, if you were to do that, then you could maybe have a bit of time for some reading or something. Mm -hmm. 
meditation or whatever. But mm. It's like it's funny, isn't it? So it's fun. the natural thing that we gravitate. I do it in the morning, so I gravitate. First thing I do, my glasses on. Uh, I hope no one has a cup of tea waiting for me, but sometimes forgets, you know. But honestly, straight on, I have to stop myself. Don't do that. Right, I'm going to read an article or chat with my book and not instantly pick up Instagram and Facebook and start scrolling. Yeah. Because that brings with it its own set of anxieties. Yeah, yeah, it's so true, right? So you have mm-hmm. that. And do you meditate every day? Do you know what? And people find this hilarious between close friends and family. Not very good even as a therapist at sitting still and letting my mind be calm because mm-hmm. I run at a hundred miles an hour. I operate like that. My downtime, honestly, as I say, comes from walking. Um, not very good at meditating. I'm getting better. I love the calm app. Um, calm is my beautiful go-to thing. So I put one of the stories on before I go to sleep. Oh, no. <sighs> so I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, put this, still here. Put the stories on before I go to sleep. Um, there's lovely daily meditations, which are quite easy to be guided through, which is probably a good thing for someone like me who can't sort of sit and just meditate on their own. But if someone's talking me through it, um, I enjoy those. But yeah, calm, as I recommend calm to most clients. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, just to have that. Yeah, because I, I interviewed like a meditation guide. So he was like, yeah, I just, he gets himself into this really deep trance. And yeah. Then, 20 minutes in he's like that's when he sees all these colors and stuff but I was like doesn't have to be like that it can be you know for if you're getting into it it can just be really simple sitting for a couple of minutes but also as you say like out walking that is kind of like a form of meditation right oh totally being out in nature therapy and also vary your roots um the lovely Warriston path golden acre down to the sea right along New Haven Arthur's seat we're so lucky to be in the city that has all these beautiful views and the variety just nothing better than fresh air and i need to you know get better at (laughs) calming my mind which is hilarious my husband thinks hilarious do you meditate no (laughs) i can't (laughs) you're getting a lot and you know what stage are you at now then have you opened back up or what's happening no um just because of obviously foot traffic through the house we're still in the um I'm still very much governed by how many people we can see in the house, which hasn't opened up yet. Um, so not quite yet. I think we're nearly there. I can't wait to get back. Um, but it'll, it'll obviously be different in terms of clients' timings, COVID times, and there'll be a change. But hopefully we can sort of get back to the nice, cosy treatments from environments that, that we're used to. Therapy's changed, obviously, in COVID times, which is a shame. But hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, as, you know, we get a bit more towards... I hate the word normality, the new norm and all that. Um, but it'll start to to settle back into it. Yeah. What what things from lockdown would you want to keep in place? Like what what have you been your kind of key lessons? Mm. Um gosh, that's a really good question. I think time and perspective. So we've all previously made arrangements and filled our diaries way too full. Um it's been nice not having that sort of social pressure mm-hmm. of being here and being there and we've got to be there and I can't do that because we're doing this that our calendars were crazy busy mm-hmm. I don't miss that genuinely I'm missing my friends and people are important but not having that full and looking at the calendar going oh my god I haven't got a minute to breathe yeah. and then not looking at the calendar because of the sheer anxiety that would be induced by the fullness of it 
it's lovely having that slower pace. So I'd like to continue that calmness. I'd like to see people, obviously, and I miss people and hugs and like you wouldn't believe, but that calmness, that slower pace, less less social things. Yeah, it's getting that balance between like totally but also having yeah. time. like I get in real trouble if I fill the calendar up too much like just say we've got a long weekend and like, yep. so what we've we got on Friday Saturday Sunday right we've got plans every day mm -hmm. like okay day where there's no plans and I'm like oh crap yeah yeah <laughs> to fact yeah. In, but sometimes it can be hard because you're like mm -hmm. well we they can only meet us then and then that and that and it's actually like having boundaries in place and saying well this we could be free that day but actually no we need to keep a day that's quieter when we're not rushing around yeah i've also i remember a conversation with steve previously going when have we got a free weekend and i'm going da -da 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 -da. not till and it's like seven weekends in the future and you go yeah. we can't do this and then just dreading things that have been packed in that you want to look forward to but you can't because you're like i can't see the wood for the trees because there's so much yeah. stuff going on yeah you don't have time to look forward no. right? Like, right, we've got this birthday party, we've got a christening, we've got this, da -da 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 -da, like, uh -huh. so that, that the merry-go-round, and I'm sure most people probably, probably feel like that, that we've got off that merry-go-round yeah. of being so busy. There's no prizes for being busy all the time. A great pal of mine says this all the time, why are you feeling, you, why are you so busy? You don't get a prize for it. Slow down. Breathe. <laughs> 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 you don't need to be busy all the time. I'm like, no, I know, but do I though? Okay, right. No, that, 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 and at the start of, you know, sort of last March, April, that was hard for me to embrace because I was used to being on the go, you know, clients, six days a week, seven days off. And then it stopped and I went, oh, okay. And it hit me like a brick at first. I was like, I don't know how to not be that busy. And then just slowly, slowly, weirdly how the world adjusts and, you know, we sink into it and you think, okay, yeah, take a breath. The world took a breath. I mean, tragic events to make us take that breath. Awful. But but we all sort of stopped and went, okay. And, you know, now we're coming out of it again. We sort of take stock about what's important to us, what we want to hold on to. Yeah, it's so true. And like mm -hmm. is, you know, people will say, I have to be busy. That's who I am. Mm -hmm. and like, yeah. you know, that label, I need to be busy all the time. And you sort of like, where has that come from? Where, mm. where do people feel that, that they have to be busy all the time? Yep. Is it just the pressure that, is put on us external pressure but i don't know who as you say it's a brilliant point who created that pressure who yeah. made us think you have to be busy all the time this is your benchmark of success this is what you should be aiming for we're all different we don't have to be constantly on the go to feel as though we're achieving something yeah yeah honestly people would say to me you're so busy you're so busy you're so busy mm -hmm. really am i because you don't always really think about how no. others perceive things and I'm like people are always saying to me I'm busy this is probably a bad sign actually <laughs> am I that busy should I slow down <laughs> but I think when you are in that sort of maelstrom and you are that busy you just don't see it yeah and it takes something to make you get off that merry-go-round you think oh my goodness like I look back now I don't know how I did all those days and all those hours I miss my treatment so much and my clients and hugs and therapy but being able to do it on a, a lovely sort of reduced scale uh, yeah. would be will be a lovely thing yeah i i remember before lockdown and before i took on well i was doing a bit of an experiment for a writing project and i was just sort of saying to people how are you doing and all the answers were just like 
yeah, really busy, just the way it is. Oh yeah, yeah just not enough hours in the day. And like, mm-hmm. I collated all the answers. <laughs> and it was like, Are we all the same? <laughs> you know, I didn't hear any, yeah, just really, really calm and really grounded. And yeah, I had a lot of time in nature. <laughs> yeah, I've seen lots of meditation and just really being present. <laughs> We're all the same. I know nobody will say to you, I've got a nice balanced daily life. You know, I get out and I exercise. I text my friends back, I eat a balanced diet. I was like, oh, <laughs> stop everything. I want to get off. <laughs> so it has been like a big shape. Like it's been a big, like, oh, like wake up and slow down a bit and yeah. nourish yourselves and spend time in nature and have that kind of that self-compassion, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a huge fan, huge fan of self-care, self-preservation, and it's not selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so much of it has drummed into us. You know, you can't have an hour in the bath. You can't have an hour out without hubby, kids, partner, girlfriend. It's, we need to be doing something with people all the time, but you know, sometimes you just need your own company. Yeah. A bit of time out, a chapter of your book, a bath, even a you know, Netflix, just yeah. something that you want to watch for an hour with a cup of tea. Yeah. Tiny, all, all forms of self-care are different I love a bubble bath I, a proper, so I'm a water baby I love swimming um, although hats off to you for your wild swimming you are a brave, brave lady I don't think I can do that my love oh I'll tell you oh. I am going to oh, arrange no. an event when, I, when it, things open up a little bit more I'm going to arrange an event uh, a big awareness event and, and get people there and just make it like a sociable and fun Come and support there. you, my love. But yeah, well, like you can to... get your toes in or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. I'll dip my toes in. Oh, you got me in that bit. I'll dip my toes in. Oh, knee, knee length. Can I go to knees? <laughs> yeah, honestly, once you get the bug, though, I mean, I've been doing it for a few, well, a couple, 2019, 20, uh, over two years now. So I've built up and even, you know, you just, you keep doing it. And I've got to the point now where I'm just like, I need it. And if I've not had it for yeah. days, it's just oh like it's joy it's peace it's calm it's is it is it the water is it the coldness is it refreshing is it the cleansing what do you think what makes you tick what it's nature it's been in nature Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of like just sing it like makes my soul sing it Mm. cold water just gives you once you get used to it because at the start it can be quite uncomfortable like going for a run or whatever yeah oh I don't want to do this Mm. um and then you get into it and the water your body starts to acclimatize and then you're just like oh this feels so good I feel alive baby (laughs) amazing it's just the best the best feeling I just love it it's you know there's all this research on cold water therapy and for me it just works for me. It raises my yeah. emotional state. You know, if I'm anxious or I'm feeling anything low vibe, I go to the water and I'm just like, boom, bang, here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm healed. Amazing. I've been baptized. Oh, I love that. Honestly, I love that. A daily baptism. I don't do it every day, but um, I do have boundaries in place. So on a mm-hmm. diary's clear unless Good. it's essential. Yeah. Um, and I will go out there. And I'll, there's a few people that, that do it regularly and yeah. start the week. And then if I can fit it into a weekend, but it's funny because Scott was like, you always try, I feel like we're planning our weekends around your dips. And I'm like, oh, 
you know, wherever we go, we can sort of end it with a swim, you know. <laughs> oh, look, there's a lock. I've got my wetsuit in, I guess. <laughs> there. Oh, no wetsuits for me. Um, I, uh, we went to Ely the other day and the weather was awful. It was just oh, atrocious. And they, were, they normally are such a support, the whole must staff, and they were like, we're not coming on the beach, we're waiting in the car. <laughs> they all walked Oh, bless you. And I was like, oh, and again, and I was like, this is horrendous. Like, oh. <laughs> but once I get in, it's just, even though it was yeah. weather, like I'd obviously rather it had been a bit calmer, but you know, it's, it's going with the storms of life, right? And mm -hmm. it's a metaphor for, you know, some days you're going to feel a bit stormy, you're maybe going to be stressed, you're maybe going yeah. to be agitated, hormonal. Um, and yeah, it's just so good. It's so good. So maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll pitch That's it. your challenge. That's your challenge to try and get me in. <laughs> I feel it's part of my calling. Like I've been using awareness about running and I spoke about that in the book and stuff. And now it's mm -hmm. like, like I'm going to help raise awareness about this and other things that lift the, lift the moods like yeah. the work that you do. Oh, thank you. And, and do you, what about hormones? Because I struggle with PMS, I, mm. I think more so since I became a mum, but I feel like the inner critic is an absolute asshole mm. PMS. Do you tap, 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 tap it away. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that sort of niggling inner voice of self-doubt. I think we all have it. Um, a big fan of sort of a little bit of tough self-love, if that makes sense. Uh -huh. Just to sort of put it at bay, um, exercise really comes into play again. And I talk about exercise a lot, but it really does. Just to silence that inner critic. And we all have it. And it's amazing when we talk to our sort of girly pals. Oh, I can't do this. I couldn't face that. Da, 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 da. And it, you know, but then when you share it and we talk about it, I think talking therapy is half the battle. I think so much we bottle things up. And we think, I can't say that out loud because it I'm explaining the contents of my mind which if I wrote that down you know but talking therapy genuinely um I've suffered with anxiety for years and it some days it can be crippling and one of the best things I ever did was say do you know what this has happened this is how I feel I feel like this and you think everyone's going to run a mile and nobody does yeah. and your best pal and your husband goes yeah okay what do we do we're right well i'm late to go for a walk or you know i could do a bit of downtime cool and it's just listening to that voice and listening to your gut and your heart think like what do i need because yeah. we can always silence those thoughts we, we control our thoughts reiki teaches you that a lot mm -hmm. we think that our thoughts control us but it's the other way around if you let those negative thoughts snowball and run away with you then you know it, you're not going to feel very well however if you take hold of them and think right that's just a negative thought put that to one side what's going to bring me joy so a dip in an icy cold lock walking running lifting something really heavy above my head and sweating you know just, let's do what makes us tick and gets endorphins brings us joy and then we just recenter ourselves a bit the thoughts may not never go away but we can keep them at bay um that's my sort of process just when it starts sometimes we have to be quite firm with those thoughts because they can really come and yeah sneak in and uh, really try and I, I see them as a bit like the devil and then mm -hmm. got to like have that angelic voice um no 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 this isn't who you really yep. are these thoughts are lies like they're not yeah that's a great way to look at that's lovely yeah and like our mm. mind can lie and so if the thoughts are a part of the mind who are we really in your opinion mm -hmm. 
What a question. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, who are we really? Our thought, those thoughts like that, though, I think are sent to try and trick us because we've got obviously our egos trying to take control of everything. Yeah. And, you know, our, our ego tries tap, 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 tap away. And then underneath we've got these lovely souls, which are fragile and beautiful and made up of all these lovely things. And your ego just keeps on take over. As soon as you take that side away, you think, well, you're not good enough. Why do you think you can do this? You can't do this. You take all that sort of negative tap, tap, tapping away. And you just listen to your gut and your heart. As I said, that, that's who we really are. That lovely, soft, sensitive side without this. You can't do that. What makes you think you can do that before yeah. the, the, negative, uh, the negative noises come in? Yeah, and sometimes it can feel relentless. There's days mm. where it's like a cloud, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. We're the sky, we're not the clouds, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's re reminding ourselves of that. We are so much more than any negative thoughts. We're so absolutely than any. Some, some days, uh, a very good friend of mine who's suffered from chronic anxiety for years, so some days, and it's, it's so right what she says, make a point get out of bed make your bed fold up your pajamas and have a shower and if that's the greatest thing you do that day then you give yourself a pat on the back <laughs> yeah i love things like that honestly take it you know it's the simple thing sometimes you think okay I've, I've done that that's a good day i don't have to complete four million tasks in one day mm -hmm. if my, my you know my, my brain isn't really functioning today as it as it really should yeah yeah it's so true and it's i mean did you find it useful to sort of think of triggers or like did you just like from an age where you noticed that you were anxious because I think for me I noticed in my teenage years like I would shake mm. a lot of times and I didn't know what it was or I would just feel like a bit out of control and then I realized mm -hmm. it was anxiety and I noticed sort of patterns coming from down the line perhaps I picked them up or perhaps it's genetic and trying to sort of distance myself from it mm -hmm. and yeah that. absolutely yeah so did you have a um, journey like that? I think it was always quite sort of a nervous, not confident child at school. Um, and then it's sort of, you know, as you go into adulthood and university, it's probably got worse as I've got older. Um, but it's, it's listening to your body. Because at first when it happens, you don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and then you sort of get used to dealing with it. And when it starts to set in, you recognize the patterns or recognize how you feel. Um, and I think that's why I then got into, you know, exercise to love swimming because it just tends to give you a sense of perspective. Uh, yeah. Those endorphins clear your head and suddenly you're out in nature and what's bigger than nature. I used to go and love looking at the sea because you yeah. feel so tiny compared to the sea. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's so vast that anything you're dealing with seems manageable in comparison to what it's very profound wasn't it what you what you stood looking in front of nature shrinks the ego it does there you go oh my goodness yeah. it gives us perspective and we're yeah like, you know for me like sitting in the blow-up hot tub when everything was just when i got out of hospital and just looking up at the stars just really you know showing that kindness when the yeah the critics going what on earth just happened and then yeah that self-compassion and and really focusing on like the, the ocean the sky yeah the, the vastness of something big yeah yeah i get that it's amazing mm. and you you feel like you because some days you know things can come on and you don't expect mm -hmm. it like yeah 
you can feel like you've mastered it and then like oh here we are again right we just need to have this process as you say mm -hmm. where you distance yourself and you you do the things you love yeah yeah um and i think some days you have to not relinquish yourself but you know you think oh great get out of nature and exercise but some days you don't have the energy for that some days i don't have the energy for that so some days it's a netflix and a newspaper day yeah. and that's okay too yeah yeah you know fresh pajamas new bed socks mm -hmm. something ace on netflix a book days like that are also completely valid yeah. we'll say oh i can't sit and watch i must be doing something in russia i must play this I must exercise and text my friends back and then, sometimes i just want to watch something terrible on netflix like a housewives <laughs> yeah i mean that brings me joy yeah a little bit of trash brings me joy oh yes <laughs> i think gosh my life's okay <laughs> i was like oh i've got perspective now a cup of tea a bit of a walk i'll feel fine again i'll get the dinner on lovely <laughs> but i think oh god we can't just sit and watch tv yes we can if that's what you need to do some days you need to do that my would just just do it Oh. Amen, sister. Amen. Absolutely, my friend. <laughs> and when you, so when you had this calling to get into Reiki, do you think mm. this part of like the like the anxiety and sort of being through that and wanting to help others, or was there something else that drove? Yeah, you? I think I think you hit it on the head. Lots of people say they get a calling for Reiki. Um, some don't; they just do it as part of the training. But I definitely got a there's some heat in my hands there's something and it was a beautiful thing so I wanted to go and explore that further but I think because I've been there myself you know I've had dark days I've had great days life events that have changed that you know I, I think as a therapist because you've been through that mm -hmm. I, I, compassion for me it is that safety that trust as mm -hmm. I say the power of a stranger putting your arms around somebody um it's, it's never just a massage or a facial. Some things might just come out and, you know, I've had lovely clients burst into tears in the middle of treatments because they've just felt overwhelmed. And, you know, we stop, there's hand holding, there's a bit of hug, there's, okay, I'm so good. No, don't apologize. You know, it's, it's that compassion side of things that makes me tick with my job. I just, if I can help somebody, if I help one person, then my work's done. I just, it's so rewarding. And the people I've met along the way have been fantastic. I've kept clients for years and been pals, you know, but it's, it's that compassion side of things. Cause I know that when I've had hours of need and dark days, the nicest thing is for someone to go, I love you. We can do this. Are you okay? You know, pre pandemic, massive hug. Do you want a cup of tea? Do you want a glass of wine? Should we go for a walk? It's just that simple, somebody taking care of you. That's so nice. You're like an That's angel. <laughs> an angel with an addiction to the real housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> An earth angel, an earth angel, <laughs> an earth angel. And I, I, that's very know, kind. It's, it is, and I speak to a lot of people um, in the sort of holistic and spiritual world, and mm. there's all sorts of stories. And uh, one that's come up is feeling like angels around the room, and people feeling like guides or feeling a presence. Of yeah. God. Have you? Because obviously, it's quite personal to the person. Mm. Channeling a lot, so if you yeah experiences like that that have kind of blown your mind, absolutely. And it's weird to say them out loud, and it's funny to say them to clients or clients to say, "Can I just say something without um without judgment?" I'm like, yeah, absolutely, of course. And then <laughs> Reiki is a lovely thing because you have help. It sounds so strange to say, but you do you are you do have guides. So say I'll be sat at somebody's head with my hands doing a lovely sort of head hold, and they'll say, "I swear you were at my feet, but I knew that you were sat behind me because I could feel you sat behind me." So we have help and it's 
it's not scary it's not something to be afraid of but it's a beautiful thing in making the most one of the most loveliest things is feeling like someone's got their hand on my shoulder when I'm in practice oh. and it doesn't feel menacing it just feels so supportive and it's a real sort of heavy hand it's lovely and it just feels like oh I'm supported there are I can give more of myself to you um Reiki's a beautiful thing genuinely it's life-changing stuff like calming that support that lightness you feel when you've had a Reiki session someone sort of I saw I just use my body to take energy and blockages and things away to make you feel a bit calmer and let your body start to heal itself um it's it's a beautiful thing it really is so it's almost like through the treatment you get access to the spiritual world that we can't see yeah energy right and there's a mm -hmm. lot of things you you can't see but you can maybe feel mm -hmm. yeah totally if you think about it what well, everything's made up of atoms and energy um and we're just the same so it's just me feeling where those blockages are feeling how you're feeling working out what's maybe holding you back or causing you sort of emotional maybe physical problems and then just using my body as a channel to just slowly slowly work that energy away um, so you feel lighter freer just clearer to to start to to heal yourself oh, the power right it's quite power cool. it's lovely it's, it's beautiful i guess you sort of need to be open-minded to this sort of stuff though right yeah that's the thing i think people hear reiki and go oh goodness i don't know what it is it sounds really out there um the one thing i would say if you've never had it try it be open to it you don't have to be open to it you can be one of the greatest things i've said to you this before i love a skeptic <laughs> i've had many skeptic come through my treatment room doors and even go okay i'm not sure i get it but i feel great but maybe i don't understand it you know, maybe you don't have to Maybe just lie there for an hour feeling lovely and all floaty and your life feels a bit better and off you go. We don't have to understand everything, um, but I've got a lot of clients who are really into it, get an awful amount of joy from it, come to me regularly or with sort of certain problems to fix, not to fix, but you know what I mean, to sort of help channel them through it. Um, but yeah, it's, I think if you are open to it, you're probably more receptive to it. Um, but nothing wrong with being a skeptic in this life, there really isn't yeah it's uh well it's the the right side of the brain is more it's less analytical it's the left side that's um proper uh like we need to know the answers to everything or yeah you get something it can scare us and it's like sometimes stepping away from that pressure to know everything and to know absolutely this is how it is and mm -hmm. and this and 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 you know and just being open and maybe not attaching yourself to labels too much either and yeah totally it. agree with that um my lovely husband who is very much a man of maths and science <laughs> and obviously i'm not which is just you know opposites attract and all that he's had raking uh does not sure he understands it but really really enjoyed his session and that for me is a big tick and a thumbs up not sure i understand it my darling you might not need to write oh as a science man not sure how that sits <laughs> Um, but enjoyed it thoroughly and I think that sometimes you think okay I'll go with an open mind don't have to understand it but I'll feel glorious after my Reiki session and oh, if I was him I would be asking you all the time like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like do you get massaged all the time no I'm a science man oh right okay oh, I would be the same I'd be like I'm in the treatment room I'm ready oh you just seem so sweet like what are your your tips for people your relationship mojo like how do you kind of nurture your relationship and keep the spark alive 
gosh um well what would i say we've been together for an awfully awfully long time i met him when i was 17 uh i'm 41 now you look <laughs> but we just <laughs> a bit windswept today with the old hailstone but um do you know what i would say you've got to make sure to laugh he's always making me laugh and vice versa um you've got to be pals and i think if you if you nail those two things and everything else you know love intimacy connection that all follows you've got to work at the sort of basics of it it's he makes me laugh i mean i'm just i'm a sucker for humor you know i am <laughs> um but it's it's the fundamentals of it. also being kind doing tiny wee things like he brings me a cup of tea in the morning and naturally half the time i don't drink it and then so we will quibble about that all day and then it follows into the following day. I was like, I'm not going to make you one today because you didn't drink it. Oh, please. And then, it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's these little habits, isn't it's it? It's the little things, isn't it? But tiny things like, but just being thankful and grateful. I'm a huge believer in time, not huge grand gestures, but, you know, I, I got you some beer today and it's in the fridge chilling for you because you've had a hard day. Or I bought him one of those lovely bacon non kits for the weekend because he's been an absolute lockdown hero from Dishoom. So we did that together at the weekend. It was quite fun. Just, just keeping things fun. Yeah. Tiny wee things. It's so important. Just these yeah. little things are the big things. That's totally. Totally. Although I do like a grand gesture as well. I'm like, spoil me. But Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. If there's a new handbag appears, I'm not going to say no, my love. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep your beer in the fridge. We can go to Mulberry tomorrow if you like. <laughs> I have booked a shoe actually for brunch. Quite looking forward to it. We're taking. Oh, it's magnificent! Yeah, love that. The shoe's one of my favourite restaurants. Me too. And the Dishoom book, the lovely restaurant book, the blue one, is one of my favourite things. Oh really? Oh, you have to get it. So it's got all the drinks, it's got all the history, the recipes, the chili jam. I love a good cookbook. Love oh. flicking through, like the smell of a new cookbook. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe that's something I'll I'll keep that on my sleeve for a wee gift. Yeah for me give it to him yes, absolutely <laughs> so tell me, do you have like quotes or books you would recommend for people that maybe just need a wee bit of a mojo injection anything you've read or like stuck with you um yes there is actually one i will grab it and it is self-care for the real world it's an absolute um hero book Love it. It's got all things about crystal water, beautiful recipes, what to do when you're stressed, um, habit forming, mm -hmm. emotionally preparing yourself for things, starting your morning out right. And we talk about self-care and I was like, oh, I haven't got time for self-care. It doesn't need to be huge gestures. It could be two minutes in the morning, changing up your morning strong coffee to say a herbal tea that's going to, you know, bring about love and joy for five minutes. You're just changing tiny things or instead of, I don't know, moving to a different room of the house if you've got five minutes, take yourself outside for some fresh air. Yeah. Doesn't need to be huge things, but it's a beautiful book. So yeah, Self-Care for the Real World by Nadia Narain and Katya Narain Phillips. But it's it's a joy. It's a real joy. Oh nice. Um, what else would I say? I'm a huge fan of Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Every time I honestly, if I ever feel a bit low, I Google some Rocky quotes or put five, ten minutes of it on. I are the tiger. You love a good sing song. Oh, yeah. I are the tiger by Survivor. And imagine myself running with that grey tracksuit up the steps. Rocky Balboa for every occasion. I promise you. Is your song? Yes, I am the tiger. Do, 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 do. Honestly, if ever I feel a bit down, that goes on. And it's a shifter. It's a mood shifter, I swear. The healing power of Rocky Balboa. 
it's funny. <laughs> like, I love hearing what songs people say because I'll often like have a, a different running playlist and I'll be mm-hmm. inspired by things that get people going and maybe add a lot of them to playlists. Yeah. I run for however so like I'll, I'll time it so how long my run dates and then I've got the playlist and then updating it and it's just like it's amazing how it can just switch you so quick yeah music's one of the quickest because like running you sort of got or walking you maybe got mm-hmm. a wee bit whereas music it's just instant and yeah. it's good because I was going to say like a massive chocolate cake and face planet <laughs> The time and a place for that absolutely but, i'm with you on that one as well <laughs> but you know keep music a bit more but uh it just it's instant it, it yeah. instantly goes your your mood just shifts and it's like that's why i always ask people on here like what song so that yeah they can be inspired to either embrace their song or try different songs if they're yeah because like, sometimes you can't think of a song or you know someone says oh, what do you want to listen to i have days where i'm like i can't think you yeah know, blank so it's really yeah yeah uh, yeah i the tiger and uh, my beloved above and beyond like my bit of my house dance music tightrope we're all we need just arms in the air like therapy above and beyond are fantastic um we've been to see them a lot but they are proper like yes oh. play it on loud release those endorphins go for it have you got a favorite song of theirs um i like tightrope that's a beautiful um penned song but we're all we need. We're all we need. If, you, if you're going to start somewhere with Above and Beyond, we're all we need is glorious. Oh, nice. And the lyrics are beautiful. That's why I love Above and Beyond. Yes, it's obviously dance house music, which is amazing. But if you're sitting on and listen to the lyrics, they're really poignant. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna, there you go. More running songs for the playlist. I'm going to try a bit of that. And really yeah, a bit of Above and Beyond. Boost up the mojo. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just to sort of wrap things up yeah you've given so many like hints and tips what advice would you give to your younger self to your younger innocent lovely oh. self um listen to yourself listen to your gut so many people will have an opinion on you mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter don't listen to them people are always going to have an opinion so you can't you can't do right for doing wrong yeah. follow your path don't listen to the naysayers there's always going to be somebody's always going to have an opinion on you right you can't please them so why try please yourself your family your friends your loved ones people that do love you and enjoy you and let everything else just be background noise don't listen to it great advice uh, amazing advice and and what if mm. your friends though or those that love you because sometimes they get it wrong too yeah um yeah that's a good question i gosh you've you've silenced me that never happens a million miles an hour i would say things things are better addressed i think i think sometimes we're too polite we go oh no don't worry it's fine just say look actually this annoyed me or you know this this has happened and i want to move forward i'm a very you know me i'm direct sometimes too direct um but i think things are better if they're out in the open i really do I mean, not to hurt anybody, or that'd be, that'd be terrible, but have a conversation, put it to bed and move on. Yeah. If you, if you dwell on things and you, you, you know, you start to, things start to snowball, things start to take gravity. So something which might have been tiny between you then comes quite big and it doesn't need to. Yeah. And it's knowing as well, like 
if you if loved ones like perhaps give their opinions and like you know they care for you so they're doing yeah. it. But it's, it's really like knowing when to listen to your as you say like your gut and yeah. your voice even if you think they're giving you like advice it, it's do you know what I mean your head can be scrambled yeah. sometimes with where to listen and how to really be in tune with what you want yeah you totally want, you know and folk mean well and they do have your best interest at heart but sometimes you have to just shut out the noise i'll say listen to you got spend a bit of time thinking on it ponder on it sleep on it love sleeping on stuff uh, sleep on it i watch it headphones on go, get a walk in ponder on it but people mean well your family and your friends mean well however sometimes it can be a bit noisy <laughs> if that makes sense so you better just to listen listen to your gut if it, the, those times we've all done it we've all gone against our gut and it hasn't gone well and you think actually i knew the answer before i did it mm-hmm. <laughs> i should have listened to myself and when that niggles listen to it when it taps away you've got to think actually yeah okay yeah so true hmm. oh you're a wise soul so you are oh it's been so nice to see you and you where's the best place for people to contact you i'll put all your details in the show notes um it's probably instagram my little instagram account it's um ek holistic therapies and yeah that's probably best for now um things will start revving up again as we open up um but yeah it's been lovely seeing big virtual hug i've used that phrase a lot virtual hug but virtual hug my friend amazing to chat and thank you for inspiring and i've had a proper mojo injection so i feel i have thank you for having me I'm going to put Eye of the Tiger on now. Oh, yeah. Let's dance and own it. <laughs> yeah. Hands in the air. I just love that chat so much. Guys, thank you for joining us. Plenty recommendations there for your playlist. Eye of the Tiger. Everyone will know that. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rival. Oh, yeah. And actually, I learned something new because she was telling me all about Above and Beyond, which I added to my playlist uh, for running and really got good vibes. There's so many nice songs. Emma sent me one called Tightrope, which has got lovely lyrics. Tightrope. And it's just so lovely. Where did you go? Please, does anyone when you're running out of tightrope and the fear begins to grow, where'd you go? Please, does anyone know? Really got great vibes from running to that. Um, oh yeah, I was properly feeling the mojo, so I would totally recommend you check out some of the above and beyond tracks. I made a playlist and I think I put about 10 of their songs on and that mojo was buzzing oh yeah oh yeah totally miss imagine like when we go for our first big rave somewhere oh bring it you can do it in your house though right so i'm off to go for a rave now guys thank you so much for being here thank you to emma check out her details in the show notes if you're local check her out check out those healing hands when she opens up and Thank you for being here. Please go hit some stars and you are a star. So be kind to yourself. Go, please.